Welcome to the Career Talks Podcast. I'm your host, Orlando Haynes, and here is where we provide actionable advice for your career and life. Stay tuned, lock in, let's go. All right. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of the Career Talks podcast. I'm your host, Orlando Haynes. I'm excited today. You, you, you should know who I have on uh, this episode. I've been admiring her work uh, for some time now, and we finally connected, mainly because I finally reached out. Uh, that's my fault, so I'll take the heat for that. <laughs> uh, she's definitely dynamic. But uh, before we get started, just wanted to share that this episode is sponsored by the Career Accelerator Planner. It is a planner that is designed for you, the corporate professional, so you can track your wins, your performance, your contributions all in one place. Uh, we are just launching also the digital version. So if you head on over to the careeraccelerator.planner.com, uh, again, that's careeraccelerator.planner.com. Uh, and just a reminder what this does, again, it's tracking all your performances. So when it comes time to those crucial conversations around performance reviews, merit increase, uh, lateral or vertical promotions, you're documenting all the wins and all the value you bring to the table. So no more forgetting what that is. Again, careeraccelerateplanner.com. All right. So today's guest, uh, love the title, love the title, um, but you, you got to know who she is. Clarem Davis. Uh, she is a two-time top voice um, really for job search. She's also the founder of Traction Resume. Uh, and she is a, I wouldn't say self-proclaimed, but she is a, what she mentioned, a five-time layoff survivor. So <laughs> absolutely love it. Let's let's bring to the Career Talks podcast, Ms. Claire M. Davis. How are you? Hey, Orlando. Long time overdue. I'm so yes. thrilled to be here with you. Are you kidding? I have, you know, a list of different podcasts that I listen to, different live mm -hmm. shows that I make sure I tune into. But the way that you get these gems out of these career professionals, you you, you know what you're doing. And um, I'm just really honored to be here. So thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for saying yes. And, and it's funny because I've watched you since we have a mutual friend, Anna Morgan, and that group of ladies uh, that are doing the thing. And I was just watching, watching. I was like, wait a minute. Why haven't I had Claire on? And, and it just... <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing here? <laughs> like, I don't need to scramble for guests. They're they're in my network. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. I mean, truly, if you want to find some incredible people, go look no further than stealing all of Orlando's network. He is <laughs> extremely well connected, you guys. So I love Anna Morgan. And you know, um, on that point, when when I started in my own business, uh, you know, from my fan when I grew up. I grew up in a recruiting company. My, my parents had a recruiting company and business was great, but it wasn't this collaborative sort of supportive environment that I've found since launching Traction Resume. And it's exactly as you say, like you, you end up bumping into these folks who they really genuinely want to help you and help you in your business and then help, help job seekers in, in whichever way their strengths lend themselves to. So I'm, I'm so honored to be part of this community. Anna Morgan's amazing. And- yep. 
She's an incredible yogi. Did you know this? No. Oh, I, yeah. I think she's posted on it, uh, either on her IG or on here, but no, didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we can. of talents, huh? Yeah, maybe one of these one of these uh, podcasts will have like a collective yoga session with all of us. <laughs> Namaste. So yeah, right. <laughs> be, it'll be horrible, but it'll be fun. I'm I'm, I'm down for it. So Aww. share. You, you just started to go into it, but share uh, with folks more about your background, specializing in medical sales, um, and you know how you got started launching your own business. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. And I, I love starting here because I think that nobody really wants to be known for being laid off five times. Nobody wants that. Um, and it's certainly not something a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed medical sales rep who came up through a pharma recruiting business ever thought that would be her story. I really felt, you know, growing up, I was the only teen I knew who went to get a job at the city to volunteer in as a daycare teacher mm. and brought a brag book at age 13. I'm the only one I know. And you only do that crazy stuff if you grow up with interview conversation and job search conversation in the home constantly. So if you're being raised by recruiters, I feel you, we need a support group of our own. But the <laughs> thing is, um, you know, I, I really did feel I was under this guise as I went through my own career that I would have this world on a string. Because I knew how to interview. I'd had a resume and brag book from a very young age. So being hit with layoff after layoff after layoff, it was very confusing for me because in my mind, I had this thing all figured out. I thought if anybody could keep a job, it's going to be me. And right. um, so I don't know if that's God saying, I gave you the tools. Now you got to have to use them or what. <laughs> But um, so the, the beautiful thing about, about entrepreneurship is sometimes it just finds you. So what happened was after coming up in pharma recruiting, being in medical sales myself, I ended up going through five different layoffs. And because I had that underpinning of knowing how to brand myself and how to help get my career moving again, because I had to then I was able to do it for other people. So now that's what I do. I work with medical sales folks. I specialize in one of the industries that I love the most. Um, and I help people get back up on their feet and actually recognize that your layoff can be the biggest accelerator in your career, which I know is counterintuitive for many. And Heather's right. God's like, go build your own business. <laughs> exactly. uh, so it's um it's been an incredible journey as you know, as I shared earlier when we were talking about, you know, knowing these different people on LinkedIn and, and this mm -hmm. supportive group that's here. Um, you know, we've all really helped each other. And I'm I'm glad I fell into this. It's been great. It's funny because um, and when you chose this topic and we I was like, oh, yeah, that's great because I personally just went through it and I went through it a couple of times as well, probably five, just as as much as you uh, throughout the years. And I was just recently laid off in October, November, oh, October, October sure. of last year, but pivoted uh, just through network and mm -hmm. landed with a new company um, December, which I'll be starting actually next week. So but mm. at the same time, that gap. I was loving the rest, right? I was loving that time to build up uh, the podcast and the network. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go hard uh, on content creation for sure and continue to do so, which I've been doing. But mm -hmm. th there is a moment when you you get laid off and you're like, I needed this. Yeah. You're like, yeah. I, I really needed this. <laughs> 
Huge. Now for your, and I'm, I, I have to tell you too, my favorite people in the world are listening and, and chatting right now. Hi, Heather. Hi, Garen. So good to see you guys. Appreciate um, you guys. So Orlando, did you mm -hmm. know that the layoff was coming this last October? It was funny because the, the company was slowing down. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, you're right. I, I saw it coming down, but then mm -hmm. it, I kind of, kind of felt it in the spirit. It was just like, Hmm. I was like, this is because I ran the talent acquisition team for corporate in our call center hiring, um, mm -hmm. and that dramatically dropped off, dramatically. Got it. Um, so I was like, okay, you know, um, a manager got a uh, you know a six figure salary, and at some point I have, I'm like, I got nothing to do. Literally, I can you you can run reports, go back through last year's data, see the performance, but but. Performance was tracked weekly and monthly in the reporting I was doing. So mm -hmm. executive leadership team all knew. And then when it came to that point, I was like, it was funny because I told my wife a week before, I was like, it's coming because we just completely slowed down. Uh. Got the call, you know, pulled into the office, had the conversation. It was quick, but I knew it. I wasn't concerned about it. I was just like, oh my God, I needed a break. Yeah. I needed a break. And I really wasn't even trying to look until maybe February. Hmm. But it just came sure. through a prior network um, that the opportunity fell in my lap. Much better, Mr. Former Call Center Manager. Yes, <laughs> yes. Then, oh, like, yeah, oh yeah, hard, <laughs> hard. It is hard. Wow. Yeah, you, you know the pain, Heather. And it, it just came about. Now the new role with a larger company mm -hmm. um, is more aligned with what my skill set is. And talent acquisition is, but I was transitioning. I knew on myself I wanted to do more. What I'm doing now, so mm -hmm. the visibility, I do speaking, the content creation, all this stuff, it aligns because I was like, oh wow, this is perfect, mm -hmm. perfect, perfect. And now, now I'm an individual contributor versus managing. I'm like, that's even cool too. <laughs> I don't have to worry about anybody else. And that, not that it was a bad thing, but it's just like 15 years of management, you get a break. I hear you. Take take the break. <laughs> I hear you. Well, you know, and I think there's a stigma between, you know, during your career of you go into management and then can you get back to being a sole contributor, right? Yeah. And of course you can. And I think that it's actually really powerful to do because, um, you know, management and leadership are so closely intertwined, but they're very different. And I feel like once you manage people, then you key in on some things like where you want to really lean into a different skill set like you're talking about, mm -hmm. right? So being able to do that is sometimes rare and I'm really excited for you. So, yeah, I'm, I appreciate it. Definitely excited. Yeah, good for right, you. So let's, let's talk about what clients, you know, your clients, they're coming to you mm -hmm. um, and love the promo video you did, right? You, you're <laughs> saying, hey, <laughs> there's some crap information that's out there about being laid off. Yes, there uh, is. Let's let's dive into that. What what's the negative or what's the wrong information? And then we'll we'll jump into what's the correct information. Okay. And I want to set a massive disclaimer here because I think that, you know, being in being on LinkedIn a lot, you see a lot of really well-meaning advice, like a lot of really mm -hmm. well-meaning people out there who are saying, you know, network and post that you're looking for work and, and get right out on the internet right away. And the thing is, there are so many different ways that people find roles. 
But mm -hmm. in my experience, having been through this now so many times, and I'm sure Orlando, you're going to know this better than most too, that there are some things that we have to handle first. So that's really where I want to meet people because not everyone has been through four layoffs before and can even pick up on the fact that, oh, my boss is really stressed out lately. And in fact, he's stopped texting me for the last two weeks. Mm. And then so instead, sometimes they can get upset about that and just think like, oh, I've got a bad boss. But what's happening is up at the top, the, you know, they are dealing with things that could roll downhill in the form of a layoff. So like when you were saying that you were able to key into, you know what, there's nothing to do here. I'm starting to feel this lull. Not everybody knows that. So if you don't see it coming, I want to just lay it out there on the table what to do first. Mm. Because what I see on the internet lately, and in fact, what somebody just texted me last night was that their friend encouraged them to jump on chat GPT, which is the new black, right? I mean, it's right. like so cool now. It's so cool. <laughs> I went to go try it out and it, it the system is no longer working because yeah. it's overloaded. So exactly. Here's one for the humans, right? AI can't handle it all. Thank God we're not being taken over by robots yet. But anyway, so let's get back. <clears throat> so I think that some of the poor advice that I've been seeing lately is use chat GPT to write your resume to each each job that you want to apply or to, mm. or to write a resume quickly and then blast it out to everyone. That's something I'm hearing a lot. I'm hearing that right when you hear of a layoff, turn your phone off get to a yoga class and just just take a break take a mental a total mental break take a step back um i'm also seeing you know post immediately on linkedin let your network help you help you and those three things in particular all have their own challenges and they're yeah. really not going to help you in that situation and how i think of it is like this i've heard a layoff described as it feels like my house is on fire. I'm depressed. I don't feel worthy anymore. I'm afraid to drive home to face my wife, right? Mm -hmm. It's a monumental shift. It's, it's, it can be so incredibly traumatic. But here's the thing. Let's take that first example. Say your house is on fire. What are you going to do? You're not going to tweet about it. <laughs> Hopefully, you're not going to meditate. And you're also not going to sit down and start drawing out your fire escape plan right now. That's not the time. Your job is to grab your birth certificate, your kids, and your cat and get out, right? Love it. Love so it. there are things that need to happen first. So while there are many avenues, you can do chat GPT, you can post on LinkedIn. There are things we have to take care of first to get out of that fire situation. So, um, are you hearing any kind of advice that makes you sort of scratch your head, Orlando, when you're when you're on the internet it, lately? It, it's funny because you're saying all the things that I've recently seen as well too. Um, some of it, yeah, like you said, it has a certain degree. I think it it depends on where the individual is, their mm -hmm. mental state, all these things to because you can't just jump right back into it. Right. Your right. financial situation may warrant it, but depending on if you're coming from a toxic situation, you'd be like, okay, it's great. You may jump back into a worse situation, not knowing it just so you can pay bills. So I think mm -hmm. there's so many nuances to it, but I love the fact that you're saying really just, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's like you kind of have a plan prior to, don't plan in the midst of the, the disaster really. 
Don't exactly. Figure, yeah, exactly. Um, so, so I was talking with a, with a gentleman last week and, you know, he's starting to see these sort of changes in the company. His boss is going very quiet. They're slowing down on contracts that they were going to have penned by December. And, um, he's, he's starting to feel as you did, the spidey senses are there saying, well, layoff could be coming. And so what's the plan? The first couple things that you need to do, and this applies. So if you're listening and you think that you're seeing these signs happen, um, if you're picking up on some things that feel irregular at work or feel that are making you even feel a little bit stressed out about management or where is this going, there are probably things happening beyond your control that we need to pay attention to. So whether you're seeing the signs or whether you just got the Zoom call, the conference call, or you know, the, the email saying that, unfortunately, your position's been eliminated. In either case, this next piece applies. So the very first thing you'll want to do is you've got to log your wins. You've got to, and this is before we take a mental break. This is before you do anything else. What will carry you through to your next opportunity and all of your career beyond is knowing the impact that you made when you were at this place of work. And what happens all the time is that I'll work, start working with somebody and they'll say, oh yeah, well, I didn't have time to grab my results before they turn my computer off. And here's the deal. When you get laid off, you do not know how long you'll have access to your records. And I'm not saying scrape the system or do illegal things, but you do need to know the results of the work that you've been doing. And so the very first thing you must do, I implore you, is to go back on your computer should you be able to, or if that's been shut off, sit in a quiet place, grab a pen and a paper, and start jotting down all of the metrics that you remember that you touched. And there are a lot of different things that you can start to remember, you know, you could start to recall. So, you know, selfishly, I love working with salespeople because they are very in tune with how to measure their impact, but your impact can be measured in a variety of ways. So you can be talking about how many people you've onboarded. You can be measuring how quickly you took a project from non-existent to completion. You can even be measuring how happy your customers are now that they're working with you versus how it was six months ago. So you've got to start measuring how you had an impact on your business. You got to remember those awards that you got, okay? So that's number one. We need to make sure that we know the metrics of where we were. And the second thing that is equally important is grab that piece of paper or get back into your email and log every single person that you know. So when we are looking to further our career and start that job search, start reaching out, start engaging again, start asking around for opportunities, if we haven't built the network, we don't have anybody to talk with, right? So it's just as important to, to log your results and to make sure that you start jotting down everybody you know that you worked with. Managers, uh, uh, yeah, exactly, Summer, know the metrics. Managers, uh, your manager's manager, the clients that you worked with, people who you have made an impact on and who might be useful to you and who you could be useful to as well in the future. So those are my big two, like the very first things I'd recommend anybody do, even before you update your resume. 
Now that's good because I've never heard the login network piece before. That's really, really good. And it's, <clears throat> but keep going, keep going. I'm just, I'm taking notes. <laughs> yeah, no, this is great. Well, and, and you know, too, it's, it's mm -hmm. funny when, um, you know, I did a, I, I pulled my own clients last year. I just did a post about this recently, mm -hmm. but I pulled my own clients because I work with a lot of people. In fact, I think it was like 55 over 55 people last year who I was working with who had been recently laid off. So medical sales professionals come to me of all different uh, stages of career. Sometimes they're executives, they're looking to go to the C-level. Sometimes they're reps who want to get promoted. And oftentimes they're people who either need to change jobs or were forced by a layoff or something other than that to get a new job. So I was asking those who were laid off, did you regret it? you know, do you, do you wish it didn't happen? And Orlando, I was shocked by the results. And I, I bet you can guess what they said. They're probably like, no, not, not one. at all. Not one, not one person said, Oh, I wish I had stayed on with XYZ medical. Mm -hmm. And I hope that's not the real name of the company, by the way, <laughs> no, I don't right. think it is. <laughs> but not, not one really regretted what happened now it may have it may take a time before they feel that way and generally yeah. in my experience it takes about one to two years um for people to say you know what it was for the best because yeah. as people we learn through challenge and i i truly believe through my career through the careers of people whom i've helped it's not through taking you know an, an easy avenue that they learned or grew as a professional. It was through challenge. Yeah. And so what happens is sometimes the feedback I get is, okay, I got laid off, but you know what? I was thinking about leaving anyway. That's very common. I hear that a lot. Or you know what? It had the, the business had taken a different turn and started valuing or devaluing things that I don't agree with. And so it really wasn't a good fit anymore. Or, you know what, the way the pressure that was happening at the top that I wasn't even aware of was turning my colleagues, managers, XYZ into toxic people to work with. And I had to go and I didn't do it because I don't like change because none of us like change. And I'm so glad that I was pushed in another direction. And my favorite Claire, I wish I would have left sooner because the new path I'm on lights me up like the old path never could. And that's mm. that's the honest that's those are words straight from my clients. And I think so, yeah. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, finish your statement. I think that it's it takes that tearing yourself out of the not even tearing yourself, but I think it takes that that sudden change that 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 challenge that that forced move to be able mm -hmm. to really reset otherwise most often and there's so much science behind this most often we would rather endure hardship than change most of us wow it's mm. it's just an evolutionary trait humans tend to fear change resist change right i mean rather than make a change that we'd rather put up with the challenges that we're dealing with. Wow. So here's a follow-up question because you said there's that one to two year time frame mm -hmm. where they're kind of coming to, you know, 
coping with that? Is that due to the emotional tie, the the physical tie, the relationships and so invested in an employer or in the environment, in the culture, in the team that it feels like like this this bad breakup? And it's like, oh, my God, I had mm-hmm. so much invested. And I, you know, now the breakup is is happening. I can't even cope with it until this time frame. It takes this this long, like a, a normal personal relationship. What they say for every couple of years, it takes a year to, you know, to get over it. Uh, what what's what are those key things that are that are having folks, you know, really trying to deal with that for so long? Because that that seems like a long time. Yes, it 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 does seem like a long time, and you know, I think there could be an element to the relational feeling there that mm-hmm. people you know, need to heal. And, um, I mean, like it or not, and that's a great point. I'm sorry. I was just looking at Heather's comment. That's, that's outstanding. So, yeah. So, um, so, um, that's a great question. I would say that it really depends on what fulfillment you would, received from working. If you're working, you know, if your experience was really uh, relational, you felt like your, your employer was like a family, right? Maybe they're, maybe in their mission statement, they say that, you know, we're like a family here, which I think is a very dangerous concept because it's really hard. It's really hard if grandma's not performing to fire grandma, right? I mean, like that's not going to work out. So, um, you know, I think that it can be because you feel that it's in some way like a breakup. Absolutely. Um, And, you know, frankly, when we spend half of our waking hours or more with the people who we're working with, it can be a huge schism. It can feel that way, like a breakup. I think that's very valid. Um, Why I think that it takes so long as well is because we sink so much of our pride and self-worth in what we do for a living. If you think about it, as Americans, and this isn't true of all, of all cultures, other cultures have very different questions that they ask each other upon first meeting. But one of the very first questions that we ask each other, if you're from you know, the United States, is, so what do you do for a living? Yep. Which tells yep. me that we place a huge priority on knowing who we are by what we do for work. And if you look around LinkedIn, I bet you if we searched right now, Orlando, we would see over 2,000 posts just today that say, you are not your job. Am right. I right? We right. all see that. And, and, and that's true. But as a culture, we tend to place our importance on the activities that we do for work. And so when those are suddenly ended, even though we know, hopefully we know, it's a business decision, the truth is we feel like we failed. We failed. We couldn't stay. We weren't valuable enough, right? Um, and that's not, that's very, that's normally not the truth. It's just how we perceive that. It's a lot of times how we ingest this new radical situation of being cut free from the thing that was tethering us to our purpose. Mm, mm. And that's, I think, why it takes so long because it start it, it starts you down this new path of, well, what is my purpose now? 
right? right? Did you feel that at all when, you know, when you were maybe laid off your first time? Now you're, now you're seasoned layoffer. So, yeah. well, you know, I'm so glad we're in the same club. But, exactly. you know, did you feel that way in the beginning? Yeah, that's a great question. So, um, I believe so. I think the first initial thoughts were all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, like you mentioned earlier, was I worthy enough? Um, where did, you know, where did it go wrong? Is this mm-hmm. for me? Am I in the right industry? Um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, after going through it so many times, you know, t- learning from that, I'm like, okay, if it was, uh, I said, okay, I took it upon myself to say, okay, maybe it was performance and they just never told me. Right. I, I don't know. They never said the word fired, uh, but there was, you see additional things happening around you that led, I wasn't the sole person being laid off. So um, mm-hmm. I said, well, let me just get better. How can I get better? Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it still happened, I'm like, God, dog, what, what's happening? <laughs> right. I'm You're like, like is performing. It? Yeah. <laughs> is it right. <laughs> so know. it does, it does challenge you. Then, and then at some point I got numb. I'm like, you know what? This, this wasn't the journey for me anyway. Yeah. Um, and even with the, like I said, even with the last one, I was kind of like, I need something different. Yeah. I need something different. And almost like I spoken into an existence and it happened. So, uh, definitely didn't regret anything. Great organization, great culture, but I knew it was time for me to go though. And it just yeah. happened to work out in the better, but yeah, I can tell you go through that emotional change over and over, over mm-hmm. and over. Yeah. It's, 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 it's crazy. It's crazy. It is. From, but you know, yeah. without that without having had to do it, do you Mm -hmm. think that down the road you would recognize when something wasn't a fit as clearly as you did? Early on? No. I -hmm. think early on it was need a paycheck. Yeah. Right. Later on, it was like, I need the right fit. And even through my most recent interview process, I was like, here's where I'm at. I kept saying this in every interview. I was like, here's where I'm at in my career. Let me know you what I stand and what's going to make me partner with the company <laughs> with great advice clicks. <laughs> I love it. I love it. If that's not the art of detachment, I don't know what is. You're like, try to hire me. Just try. Yeah. yeah. This is a it. partnership. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let me tell you, yeah. So that that's where I've been in the last, you know, several years of my my life with career, like you need to know where I'm coming from to see if this is a match. Cause this is again, like a relationship, it's a marriage. Um, right. and I think if we, if we take that more of that type of posture, it'd be easier. Mm-hmm. Um, versus the, Hey, I need, I need the quick check or it's, it's a 30% increase, but mm-hmm. what if the culture is bad? You just looked at the, the monetary gain, uh, and put yourself back into a bad situation. All right. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I was stake, staking my claim. Like this is what you're getting, and this is what I want. If it doesn't, it doesn't mesh. Then let's let's move on. Right, because you've you've you'd have ex, you would had at that point had experience mm-hmm. with where you thrive, and that you can thrive in a variety of places. This is where I feel a lot of us get stuck, is when we start our career. Say we go to college or not. Say we get our specialty, we we jump into a job and we're there for like seven years. I don't know what that's like having this many layoffs, but I can imagine what it would be like (laughs) in seven years. And you start to get this feeling of this is who I am. This is what I'm good at. Mm -hmm. The end. Right? So it's not often that when I meet somebody and they have been in a career for a certain amount of time, 
that they have taken the opportunity to to really give themselves that opportunity to get creative or to to think through what's made them successful or mm -hmm. to think about what else there is out there for them or to to dream a little on what else is possible for me unless you have to make that change now some people are able to do it i mean some people people change careers all the time and find that they're in yeah. a ill-fitting career all the time and they change but there's something about the fast track of having to do it when you're laid off. And I think that the layoff causes us to meet this head on and so unexpectedly that we are, it's like a trial by fire. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you you have to adapt because you have to pay your bills at the end of the month. You've, you've, you've yeah. got to make your mortgage, right? So um, I think that the, I think that being laid off gives us incredible tools that were that we we don't even know that we have until we're in a situation where we're you know at, at hitting the bottom and we need to go yeah. up and so one of those for example is you know we talked about building that network again so you write down all the people you've worked with all your clients the folks that you've interacted with and then what do we do with it you start nurturing your network and if you're on, if you're here on LinkedIn, you already know the power of this. Yep. You know, I mean, Orlando and I met through LinkedIn. Like networking is the name of the game. And what's interesting to me is a lot of times when I speak with folks who have had a, a beautiful career, like, you know, they've they've just gone from place to place to place. And they finally get laid off. Not finally, but they end up getting laid off and then they call me. And um I say, okay, well, how did you what are you doing now? And they'll say, okay, well, I'm applying like to 20 jobs a week on LinkedIn. You know, I'm sending my resume like everywhere. And I said, okay, how did you get your favorite job? Oh, well, I knew Mike because his neighbor and I used to do CrossFit. And then he mentioned that he had this open. See, it's, it's through that network. And so once we have that space and that, that need to move forward in our career, to get some real career momentum, we can start investing in that network because right when that fire started in our house, we got out and started doing the things that mattered first. Grab your network, grab your results and your kids Love and your it. cat and your birth certificate, all those things. But you know what I mean? Like truly that's really got to be the very first thing that we do. Um, and the beauty is that so many times if we sit and we take a minute to really think, okay, well, how did I get my last two jobs? Very likely one of them was through somebody you know, the hidden job market, right? That is a somehow a controversial topic right now. I don't know. No. It's just talking to people. And so um, I think that's that's something that we um, don't even realize that we have or have to do until we're in this situation where we're like, well, we better try something new because what we were doing before is yeah. is done now and now we have to move forward. It's funny you bring that up because I uh, the hidden job market. Um, I had Sarah Johnson on Johnston, I think uh, about a week, a week and a half ago. That that was the topic. Yeah. But I've always said and share your thoughts on this too, Claire. Is I say the <laughs> hidden job market is only hidden to those that are not well networked. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you're like you said, if you're not asking the questions, the relationships, the versus just the, the post and pray, it's gonna seem hidden. But if mm -hmm. you're networked. 
It's just a matter of you giving your network the proper tools to, you know, kind of be an advocate for you out there in, in the space you're trying to land your next career. Yes, absolutely. You know, um, one thing you, I was listening to that show earlier this week, and one thing you mentioned um, was from Dr. Remind me her name. Dr. Um, Graham. Dr. Yes. And she, yep. mm -hmm. you know, speaks, speaks a lot about how we've got to be really specific about what we're asking for with our network. And so if you're listening here and you're thinking, I I've been laid off and I am, I will do anything like, listen, I I've been there too. When you're like, I will, I will, you know, sweep streets or I will serve, you know, French fries or, or whatever. Like you've got to get by while you're making your career move, right? While you're doing your strategy. But when you're yeah. at a party and someone says, oh, you're laid off. Well, okay. You're looking for work. What do you want to do? You've got to have an answer for them. Yeah. And when you have an answer, when you have something specific that you are looking for, that's when people know how to help you. Because then when they hear of opportunities, if we just give them a vague target and say, well, I'm, I'm looking for marketing roles. Well, that is a huge ocean <laughs> of opportunity. Like exactly. that's, that's, an, that's, a, that's really hard to match exactly. with an opportunity because it is so vague, right? Um, so you want to be really specific. So if you have the if you have the chance, you've you've grabbed your network, you've got your results written down, start thinking about what it is you want to do next. And just like Orlando's sharing, you know, you can get to you can really get to lean into the skill set that you want, that that you want to try. And once you're able to kind of talk about it and share that with people, then they know how to talk about you. So you want to make it very, very easy for them. So instead of, I want to do marketing roles, you would, you could say something like, you know, um, I'm really passionate about tech. And I think that digital marketing is now the future of tech. So what I'd like to do is some ghostwriting as a consultant for a digital marketing company. Mm. Boom. I mean, that is an extremely specific target so that when they're talking to their friend over at, you know, I don't know, Amazon, ABC right? Or, yeah. Oh, anyway, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, so um, it's uh, it's really it really pays to be very clear. Yeah, it's interesting. You said earlier, I think we're we do a lot of we we maneuver out of fear once the layoff happens versus taking that self-reflection inventory. Like, great, let's jot down your wins. I don't I don't know if enough people do that first. I think if panic sets in sometimes, fear, uh, depending on where you're at. Again, financially, you may be, hey, rest, I'll take the break. And we still don't think about all the contributions. And then it's like, okay, who do we know? It's the first thought is, let me get my resume. When I'm ready to get jump back out there, whether it's immediate or, or later, let me get my resume up to date. And then is LinkedIn brush, you know, is that looking good? Is the photo right? Is the backdrop right? And then we just post and pray again. Yeah. Like we're 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 and we're maneuvering out of fear versus out of our talent and and um and our potential. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And and you know, maneuvering out of fear is going to prevent us to really seeing what opportunity is there. Yeah. You know, where where what do we want to target if we if we What's really neat about 
gathering your wins before you need them is just in the act of writing down the accomplishments that you've had at work or the projects you're working on at work or the teams you're helping win at work, you're going to start boosting your own confidence. You might not even realize it, but once we go back and we look at the positive impact that we have anywhere, that's shown to improve our mental performance because it's in a, it's a mood enhancer. So it's a powerful exercise in itself. And the reason you want to do it first is because if you are alerted that you are going to be laid off, you have a finite opportunity to gather that information. It might be by the afternoon or yeah. they might have call, turned your computer off before they called you. So it really pays. If you're listening now and you are employed, please start logging your wins. And yeah. I know a guy who's got an incredible results tracker. <laughs> you might Absolutely. Check out. So it's, it really does help. And, and, and it'll help you. It'll help you feel better too, mm -hmm. because it, like we were talking about how it's such a, such a hit to the pride. It yeah. really smacks you. And when you start to remember the value that you delivered and the purpose you have and the impact you make, it will help you with your emotional, um, it'll support you emotionally and mentally as well as you're going through the process. Then you'll have, yep. then then you're ready for later on, but the, the, the initial steps you've got to take. As you was talking, it hit me too, that um, you may find that you may need to make a career pivot. You've, mm -hmm. you've jotted down so much stuff that you're like, wow, I'm a, I'm a phenomenal project manager. Let me get out of, you know, this and go into project management, uh, which would be great. So uh, not sure if you hear a little echo. I hear it now. Oh, can you hear me now? Is that changed okay. at all? Is that better? Yep. Okay. All good. All good. So that's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's really good. Share with us um, the additional items, or even if it's a personal story or from a client that you've worked with, mm -hmm. where once they've got past uh, the emotional state, uh, and you help them through tracking their wins, you know, leveraging their network. Mm -hmm. What additional things that you've seen that may have been a common theme that you'd be like, oh, here's an opportunity to educate you job seekers? Yeah. You know, um, something that I find is that we have a greater, more supportive network than we even realize. And it wasn't until I was laid off, I think probably the second time, the first time I kept really quiet, you guys, I was terrified. I remember the drive home. I cried all the way down I-80 East and thought, I'll, I'll never get back into marketing. That's That was the first company, right? <laughs> and it was the gentlest layoff of all because the CEO herself had me in her office and broke the news and we were, we were both torn apart. You know, uh -huh. we were both torn up about it. So, um, the next thing that you do when you start, you, you've built this network, okay? You've got your list of people and you're ready. So at this point, you can take a little bit of time, right? You've got, you take a little time to get your mind right. Start reaching out to your network. And the best way to do it, in my experience, is to start with gratitude. It's going to help mm. you in two ways. Number one, it's going to fend off the... Um, emotional, um, um, what, what should we term it, Orlando? Um, <laughs> sometimes we can't, we can't help, but go to that place of frustration 
when yeah, we're talking yeah. about our layoff, especially when it's fresh. Mm. And listen, guys, I I feel you. It's an it's a it's a world rocking sensation. Okay, it's uncomfortable. It's financially stressful. It, it's it can feel embarrassing, shameful, all those things. Even though it shouldn't, it does. Yeah. So when we start with gratitude, it will number one help you to keep the conversation positive or more positive. Mm -hmm. The second thing that it's going to do, it's going to give you something to talk about. Because a lot of times what I hear is, okay, Claire, well, I know that I need to start reaching out, but I don't know what to say. I don't know what to tell people. I mean, first of all, I'm embarrassed because now I'm on the job market and Ricky and Bobby and Sarah and Josie like over there are fully employed and what's wrong with me, right? Well, nothing's wrong with you, but sometimes it prevents us from reaching out at all. So when we start with gratitude, it can be as simple as something like this. Hey, Frank, thank you so much for all the support you've given me over the years. I remember back to the time when you and I were both heads down working on that Excel sheet for 32 hours straight, and I'll never forget it. Um, give me a shout if I can ever do anything for you. Right? Love that. Simple. That's good. <laughs> start off the cuff. But that's that's a great place to start. Um, it's going to start getting your conversations going and you're building on the law of reciprocity. So the more value that we give, and I'm sure I know Orlando's experiences because he gives a ton of value here on this channel. But you know, when we start to pay it forward in a way. Or, or lean into the law of reciprocity, we're going to start getting things back. So a lot of times you'll you'll get a response to that message and it'll be a good one. It'll be like, oh, thanks so much. How are you doing? Right. Which will make you feel good. They feel good because you made them feel good because of the thank you. It's a win-win all around and it gets you moving because when we are in that place of not feeling confident in our skills, it can be, we can feel very stuck. And so mm -hmm. this way, it gets the conversations going again and in the right direction uh, because of that gratitude. Have you tried this before, Orlando? I have. I definitely yeah. have. And one of the things I do is I keep connections, right? I keep those conversations going post, um, you know, post me exiting the company. So it doesn't feel cold. It's almost mm -hmm. sometimes folks are fear because they haven't talked to somebody in two years and it's not mm -hmm. now I need your help. Yeah. Uh, but where were you, you know, six months ago to say hello or whatever. But right. I wonder if, and this is just as you were talking, are we afraid to tell our network because sometimes the reaction is not what we want? There's that immediate like, oh, I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. Like you're less than like, oh, you're one of those. And it's like, oh. wait a minute. I don't, I don't need your guilt. I don't need that. <laughs> That's not what I need. <laughs> right. Maybe we educate friends and, and networks to say, Hey, how can I help you? Okay, great. How can I help you? Mm -hmm. Like really turn it into a, a more of a positive conversation versus, versus, oh man. Yeah. Oh man. Cause that, all that does is add a second layer, third layer, whatever, sixth layer of depression or whatever the feeling you're feeling at that point. Right. That pride kicks up. You're like, I don't want to tell Joe and Susan that this has happened. They're going to be like, oh, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, I don't need that. Just, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, yeah. okay. Like, did that happen? Okay. How can I help you? Tell yeah. me what do I need to do? Yeah. yeah so, that's a so smart that's pivot. A, yeah. But I think that that's funny. I think, um, but yeah, definitely, like you said, 
with um i love that phrase and good thing this is recorded so i'll run it back send it to you if you need to create a white sheet on responses <laughs> on how to reach out to your yeah uh, absolutely like a you know, uh, downloadable ebook or something yeah there's one uh, there's one more power move that i uh i love introducing to people and this is because um, other than writing medical sales resumes and doing interview prep, I geek out hard on behavioral engineering and the power of positive ethical persuasion. And one of the things that can help us to build the law of reciprocity, right? So we're, we're generating the value for other people. And so thus we would receive value in return is also building our credibility and so a quick way to do this while also helping the people we're speaking with is by introducing two people that need to know each other. Mm -hmm. So as we're going through this new uh, exercise of reaching out systematically to everybody who we've written down on that sheet, all the people that we know um, career-wise and, and personally, when, when you have that aha moment of, oh my gosh, Orlando, I think you and Terry would definitely get along. Do you want me to introduce you? I think you guys would have a lot to talk about, about X, Y, Z. That is actually a huge authority builder. And what's neat about it is it, it gives you um, a bit of a mood boost. And this is scientifically proven. It gives you a mood boost because you feel like you have just exacted on your purpose. You've just done something of value for two people by connecting them and potentially brewing up an opportunity for them. So that's something you can do as well. If you're in the DMs and you're like, I don't know what to talk about. Uh, forget what I'm thanking them for. Maybe I just want to say hi. And then you're chatting and you're the third message in and you think, oh, French gardening, you're French gardening. I'm going to introduce you to my friend, Dr. Sigmund. His wife just wrote a book on French gardening or French gardens, I think. Okay. So, um, that's another one as well that can be tried just a little, just a little caveat right. there, but, uh, any way to get the conversation to be a positive one is going to mm -hmm. be really powerful for you guys. Yeah. You got to You got to create, uh, you got to create an ebook around that. Cause I don't know if anyone that I hear and listen to talk about that, how to positively impact your network. So one, it doesn't feel awkward to mm -hmm. this value. There's that reciprocity. Um, a, a value exchange there. And three, I think it's just, it's just overall being a good person, right? You just like, Hey, I'm genuinely trying to help you, um, help you out because I've, I've know someone who does gardening, et cetera, et cetera. And, yeah. then, and it helps you out. And I kind of call that the, the human resource model in my head. I, uh, it's a play on words where you, you help other folks, right. Um, mm -hmm. in your job search, maybe you have a network, you're working with a recruiter or whatever, you're not a fit, but you know someone that is. Make make that introduction. Be a resource. Mm -hmm. Be a resource. So I love that point that you make it. Love it. Love it. Share with us. Um, and I'm trying to watch the time because I I can have you on here for hours and you got we got work to do. <laughs> we can chat, can't we? We can chat. I love it. Um where where's do you have programs that you're helping? Um no, you know what? Let me start with this one. Mm -hmm. What made you name your company Traction Resume? Um, well, I knew I wanted to help in the healthcare industry. Okay. And when I was thinking back to the system that I used each time I got laid off, which would be a whole other podcast, right? But each time I was laid off, I started doing the same routine. And we talked a little bit about it, the results, mm -hmm. the network, how to reach out systematically, and there is more. So when, um, when I was thinking back to what word would make 
would really embody that. I, that like getting traction back in my career again, there it was traction resume. So it just sort of that's came. A, that's either ebook or physical book or program. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. do do you offer uh, or do you, is majority of your uh, clients all sales? I know you, you're niche in that space because of your background. Mm-hmm. Um, do you help other folks that are listening or catch the replay and that you can support in their career transitions and, and growth? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the and thank you for asking. So if you want to find out how to work with me, all you have to do is send me a DM on LinkedIn. Just hit my inbox and send me a message and tell me what's going on. Um, and then I'll let you know if we're the right fit or if there's someone who I feel like could be a better solution to what you're going through right now. So just send me a message and I'm happy to help you. Awesome. What are some of your goals for this year? Oh, my goals for this year. So yeah. I'm working on a course like everybody and their mother, right? Um, And the other piece that's come out is, um, you know, how we talk a lot about results. Mm -hmm. Well, even though we are very well-meaning and we commit and we swear and we've put a New Year's resolution behind it, a lot of times we forget to actually make sure that we go back and record the results every once in a while. So Mm -hmm. I'm building something right now. If you're interested, just send me a DM. And in this case, if you will hashtag results, I'll keep you in the loop about what I'm building that will help you to stay on track all career long. And you can be in part of the beta program to launch in February. And that's all I can say because it's only built so far. But um, what I what I think needs to become more of the norm is, you know, we have people who handle our finances. We've got people who handle our uh, education. We've got people who help to keep us on track with fitness and health and wellness, but rarely do we have people who are in our corner as our own career concierge. And I think that it needs to be more common because it will take seasons like this where tens of thousands of people are getting laid off and now starting at square one with what to do off the table by having somebody in your corner who is going to keep you on track and support you whenever the changes come in your career. It's totally natural. So um, so if you want to be in, first in the know on that, just hashtag results in a DM to me and uh, be happy to tell you about the program. Absolutely. I'm going to be the first partaker. So look for, right. I'm going to still, fo- I'm going to follow the process. <laughs> I absolutely follow well, the process. I'm not going to leverage honored. the fact that we're here talking. No, I'm going to follow the process. But, you know, let me shout out uh, your, your folks that are just chiming in. Summer hey, and Heather. Uh, and who else did I miss? Did I miss anyone else? Summer, uh, Garen. Garen yeah. earlier. Yep. These ladies are chiming in and they're for joining and JR Joey. as well. So let me ask you this final question as we come to a close. Uh, definitely got to have you back on is what is your daily mantra, Claire? What gets you up? Keep going. My daily mantra is keep going. Um, it was from the first time that I got laid off back in 20. Woo, I'm going to date myself back in the back in the 2000s. We don't need to get specific right now. Um, But you know what? The thing is, is that people are here all around you to support you. And people still like working and hiring people they like. Okay. People like working with people they like. So go talk to more people and they will support you. And all you have to do is get specific about what you want, 
manifest it like Orlando does, right? And mm -hmm. and and really, layoffs can be one of the most um, incredible learning experiences. And it can really ramp up your efforts in your career from networking to finding new strengths to learning new skills to set yourself apart. Um, so, so hang in there and just keep going because it's going to be okay. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Claire, thank you so much for coming on and just dropping so many gems. Uh, like I said at, earlier in Prior to us joining, uh, I've been a fan of yours uh, for a while, uh, seeing your content and just how you come across just just authentic, right? And just with yeah. true, true uh, care for folks and wanting to help. So I appreciate you so, so much uh, for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Orlando. This is such a treat. Um, you know, when I was looking at your past guest list, I was like, okay, be ready, be ready, be ready. It's a big deal. <laughs> I'm so honored to be here. And you know what? Through my career, I've had plenty of help and generous people who've guided me. So it's really my honor to pay it forward to anybody who needs help in this situation. So I thank you so much for having me on and spreading this message further. It's awesome. Thank you. So I'm going to close this out with a quick video. We'll chat with you behind the scenes. But folks, thank you so much. And we'll see you on the next one.